Hi, I'm Jack Griffin. And I'm David Peters. Welcome to Gap Chat, where we interview our fellow gappers about how they are taking charge of their year. This episode's guest is Peyton Thompson, a current gapper in Harvard's class of 2025. Hi, Peyton. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. We're, we're happy to have you on the show. I'm happy to be here. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? So my name is Peyton, as Jack said, and I am currently dancing in Salt Lake City with Ballet West, which is Utah's professional ballet company. And I'm originally from the Seattle area. So I'm spending my year here in Utah before heading to Harvard next fall. How long have you been uh, doing ballet? I have been doing ballet since like two months before my second birthday, <laughs> literally as long as I can remember. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I think my parents told me I hadn't even spoken by that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the studio that I went to when I was little, they were like, oh, we don't take anybody under the age of four. And my mom was like, well, she really wants to dance. Like, can you just give her one trial class? I was like, and then they said, sure. So I went to the class and I behaved myself. So they were like, okay, <laughs> she can stay. That's amazing. And you've stuck with it since. Yep. What was that like in, what did it look like in high school with your ballet? Yeah. So at the beginning of my eighth grade year, I um, joined a strictly ballet school and then at the beginning of my sophomore year, I was invited to be in the professional division wow. of the ballet school. And that required me to start dance at noon every day. Um, so I had to work with my high school and I came up with this whole like alternate schedule where I would take my four core classes at my public high school. So like math, English, science and history. And then I would leave at like 1130 and head over to ballet. And then I actually got like PE and art credits through my ballet school. And then I took my Spanish classes online. So I had to have a modified schedule because I was at the studio for six to seven hours a day. So. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> yeah, how did you how did you deal with that sort of this workload of of that ballet plus the high school itself? Yeah, I I'm a pretty like even keel person. I don't really get like frazzled very easily. So I think that helped because I just I don't get super stressed out very easily and it really taught me how to time manage because, you know, I had to figure out a way to get everything done and still get enough sleep so I wouldn't get injured and everything. So I would do homework like on the car rides to dance and back to my house. And yeah, it was kind of crazy, but I managed to make it work. Were there ever times when you got tired or exhausted or beaten down? Yeah, well, there's definitely times when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm stretching myself so thin. Like, you know, I have a huge essay due tomorrow and I'm still at the theater doing dress rehearsal for Nutcracker and it's 12 o'clock at night. Like, what am I going to do? You know, so there's definitely been moments and 
moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really have to go to dance again today and then do my homework again today. And it does, it can get repetitive, but I, I just have such a passion for ballet and dance and I, I couldn't see myself not doing it. And I just, it just like feeds my soul. So I think that was really my motivation. And I also loved school and I like to learn and, you know, Harvard has been my dream for a while. So that keeps me motivated too. So you're from Washington. How did you get involved with Ballet West in Utah? In the ballet world, there's um, things called summer intensives, which are kind of like summer camps, but for ballet. And basically you can go to all like the big professional ballet companies across the world, really, and spend a few weeks there over the summer. You have to audition and get accepted. But once you get accepted, you know, you can go and spend a few weeks there um, and just train, like have an opportunity to train with another company for a while. And so in 2017, I got a full scholarship to come train at Ballet West during the summer. And I just loved it here. Like I just fell in love with the faculty and the dancers. And um, a really unique thing about Ballet West is that they tend to have a lot of tall dancers. Um, Their tallest girl is like six foot, I think. And their tallest guy is six foot five. So, and I'm really tall too. I'm 5'10". So, and there's a lot of ballet companies that tend to have shorter dancers. And so, you know, there's companies that I know I'll never be able to dance with because I'm too tall. And so Ballet West was really appealing for that reason as well. And then I came back here this past summer, summer 2020, and they offered me a spot to stay year round. How has the transition been going from spending half a day at school and then the rest of the day at dance to Mm -hmm. having your full year to dedicate to ballet? Yeah, it was, I will admit, it was super weird at first. Like I, because now I start ballet at like 9 a.m. And then I finish around like two or three. And then occasionally I'll have a nighttime rehearsal from like seven to nine. But like I have my afternoon kind of open. Mm-hmm. And that was so weird. Like I'm so used <laughs> to just go, 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 go all the time and doing so much, like just having such a full schedule that it was weird. At first I was like, what do I even do with myself? Like, I'm not doing anything. But I started tutoring kids um, in my free time, like high school and middle school kids in math. Um, so that's been really nice to kind of keep my brain active and have a job and stuff and something to occupy my time when I'm not dancing. And then now I have a lot of extra time to like work on my flexibility and stretch and do things that I couldn't do when I was in high school. Gotcha. So you said you picked up tutoring as a job. Does that mean that Ballet West isn't a job? Are you getting paid or is this more for your education? Yeah. So um, I'm a trainee, which is like, It's not a student, but it's also not like I'm not getting paid yet. It's kind of like the transition period because the youngest kind of age for their company tends to be like 20, 21. And I just turned 18. Like I was 17 at the start of the school year. So I, I was really young. So that's why 
I'm a trainee and like not in the company yet. So yeah, I'm not really a student, but it, I'm also not getting paid to dance, if that makes sense. <laughs> Are you going to try to come back to the company after Harvard? Yeah, so I have done a lot of research like with Harvard and talked to um, like their dance program or the theater dance media program and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a discussion with them and basically they said that once you do a year, if you have like a valid reason to take a leave of absence or something, then you can leave Harvard for a while and then come back and finish your degree later. So I'm going to, you know, audition for a lot of professional ballet companies. And if I get a contract for the 2022-2023 year, then I'll probably leave Harvard and go dance for a while and then come back. So that's my plan right now, but who knows? That could change. Yeah. Take another gap here. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll bring you back to interview again. (laughs) So what are you interested in concentrating in at Harvard? I think I'm probably going to concentrate in economics um, and then do like a secondary concentration in theater, dance, and media because Once I finish like my ballet and dance career, I think I want to go into business. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm thinking an economics degree. But I don't know. You know, people say that they want to declare their major as something and then ends up changing. Um, But as of now, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What about business do you like? Um, I don't know. I just like I would love I really love fashion. I'm also really passionate about that. And so I think it'd be really cool to be on the business side of that. And, Mm. you know, not so much be like a fashion designer, but on the business end of sales. And, you know, I'd love to be the CEO of like a big fashion company one day. So big, uh, big legally blonde vibes. (laughs) Do you, do you like that? Everybody tells me, yes. (laughs) They're like, you're real life Elwoods. So one thing we haven't touched on very much is how COVID has sort of affected all of this other than sort of underlying everything. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about how Ballet West has managed to stay open? What is your life like? Yeah. So Ballet West is, it's actually really cool because Ballet West was one of the first ballet companies um, to open back up after our lockdown and it's honestly still one of the only professional ballet companies that's really open right now. They've put in a lot of like social distancing procedures and we all dance in masks all day. Wow. So yeah, they've been really cautious about all of that, which I'm so thankful for because I feel really lucky to be dancing here and be one of the only you know, places in the country that's really open right now. Is it hard dancing in a mask? It was so hard at first. When I came this summer, I was like dying after 10 minutes. Like it was horrible. <laughs> but now I honestly don't even notice it. Like it's just, I've been dancing with it for so long now, like that I just don't, I just don't notice it. So are you living with your family in Salt Lake City? I'm actually living in an apartment here with two other girls from my dance program. Um, we have an apartment and it's super nice. We've, we all get along super well and we've become like best friends. So it's a really good situation. Is that a strange dynamic to be living with other dancers? 
It's actually so nice, like, because we all understand what each other are going through and we relate to each other. We have the same experience here. And so I think it's really brought us closer together because of that. So it's, it's really special. And I feel really thankful because the two girls I have as my roommates are like, they have great heads on their shoulders and they're really just great people. And I know some girls in my program who don't get along very well with their roommates and there's like some competition between them. And so I just feel really grateful that I don't have that when I come home from dance, you know, because it's already a really competitive environment you know, we're all fighting to try to be hired in the company. And so it can be competitive. So it's nice to be able to come home and just, you know, have people who support you no matter what and that you feel the same way about. So do you feel like you thrive in that competition or is it sort of an unpleasant pressure or what what is that like for you? I mean, I think it can go both ways, but I I have been feeling a lot of pressure being here, being in a new place with new teachers, new peers, because I feel like I'm constantly having to prove myself because I'm dancing in front of people who have never seen me dance before. And so it's like I'm just constantly trying to prove myself and show that like I'm just as good as the next girl. But I think that's actually been really good for me because it's like pushing me really hard to improve where when I was at my old ballet school in high school, I, you know, I was constantly wanting to improve, of course, and do my best. But I was starting to not feel any pressure because my teachers knew me. I had a great connection with them. You know, I was friends with all the girls. So I don't I wouldn't say I was getting complacent, but I wasn't feeling like that constant pressure anymore. So it's honestly kind of a nice change of environment here because I'm just constantly being pushed to be my best. And so I think it's helping me improve a lot faster, which is nice. What would be your expert advice for all of the future college students who are considering taking a gap year? Um, I would say that if you have a really amazing and unique opportunity that you feel passionate about to do during your gap year, I would say take it because, you know, it's not every day that you're given a great, unique opportunity. And if you want to take a gap year and if you feel like you're going to gain a great experience from that, then why not take it? What about for any young dancers listening? What advice do you have for them? Always just work hard and be kind. That's kind of my motto. Work hard, be kind, because it takes so much hard work to get to where I am today. And I still have so much hard work ahead of me. And you just, even when it feels like you should just give up, you can't. (laughs) You just have to keep pushing. And I think it's so important to be kind and just be a humble and great person because, you know, people don't want to work with somebody who's full of themselves or who's hard to work with. So I think it's important to have, to be a hard worker, to be a great dancer, but also be a great person because that's, what's really going to bring you the farthest. Excellent advice. And all that hard work has been worth it. Totally worth it. (laughs) I, I love it here. I'm so, I'm just so glad that I worked so hard and am still working hard and have been presented with the opportunities that have come my way because it's a really special experience and I don't think I would trade it for anything. 
Well, Peyton, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show today. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. Super fun. And thank you for listening to Gap Chat. This episode was sponsored by Tax Fraud. As always, I'm Jack Griffin. And I'm David Peters. Stay tuned for new episodes every Saturday.